The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Becky, you're wondering how much is too frugal when you're dating? Frugal slash cheap. Cheap. So are you dating a cheapskate? I think so. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, um, and it may be my perspective, and this is where the, the conflict comes, because I am very generous and gift-giving, and and um, and he's always likes it, doesn't feel seem to be uncomfortable with my gift-giving, and he does give things, but gifts is a big deal to me, and we've talked about it a bit. Yeah. The biggest example that has come up um, recently, well, the holidays, that even though we talked about gift-giving, that didn't, it kind of fell through on that, um, but he redeemed himself, and... Um, but then I just had a birthday, yeah. and um, as we did go away, but it was a trip that he had already planned and paid for before he knew me. Yeah. So I didn't really feel like it was specifically for me. Right. But my only gift was a re-gifted bottle of perfume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can go into how I know it's re-gifted, but he yeah. didn't present it like that. Yeah. He didn't come out and say he bought it, yeah. but it, he certainly presented it as if. And to me, that was a little um, misleading. And yeah. So, um, and he is a man of of means and has yeah. no problem spending money on himself and drives an expensive car and takes expensive vacations. And I'm not someone that needs a lot of the glam and the glitz. Yeah. Um, but I do. That is my my love language, my primary one. So I like think about you know, I like that. Okay, so what you're describing to me is that one of your love languages, one of the ways that you experience feeling cared for and cherished is some personal attention, giving you a gift that's meaningful, not so much to him, but to you, or maybe to both of you. You know, there's no reason why he has to be left out of the equation. So in terms of your birthday, if he's designing a trip, it would be taking what you enjoy in um, into account working with you and if you already had the trip planned to own up to that so it doesn't look like it's your birthday trip uh, maybe to add something special in it that's a little gen- generous a little above and beyond so that you don't feel like it's perfunctory so one of the I, I, I drew a line on on the paper as you were talking uh, just a, uh, maybe a five inch line and on the left side I put clueless meaning the guy is clueless Maybe he just needs educating, you know, maybe in his family gifts weren't a big deal or maybe they were frowned upon. Uh, Maybe he was only a recipient of gifts. I made that mistake with my own kids. I would give them gifts and I'd say, oh, no, 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 I don't want anything for me. I don't want anything for me. So what did I train my kids to do? It's a one-way street, and I wish I could go back in time. I, you know, I meant it at the time, but then when my kids left the nest and Mother's Day came and I didn't get any gift, I, I burst into tears or I didn't mm-hmm. get a card, and my daughter said to me, Mom, are you having a malevolent universe moment? Meaning, are you having... And I looked at her, you know. Uh, she, she said, Mom, of course I love you. And she just didn't know that it had suddenly become important to me because we were no longer together. So on one end he's clueless on the other end of the scale would be what um cold and kind of just yeah care. yeah that that he is a me only narcissistic yeah, type of person a, a me only there and going on for sure and so what's really good that you're doing becky is that you're allowing yourself to look at red flags. The biggest mistake that people make when they're dating is they they so want 
the relationship to work because there's some good. I mean, you're, you're not a fool. You're in the relationship because there are, he has some good qualities. Mm-hmm. And then when, then when people notice red flags, they just say, oh, it can't be true. Or, oh, it's, prob- it's probably not the way I'm seeing it. So your red flags are reason to get more information. Where can you get more information? Um, I would say family, but I'm not sure I can trust them yet to be confidential. Okay, so that is exactly one source. You could be at a party or a family event, and you could say, so tell me some stories about, let's say his name is Joe. Tell me some stories about growing up with Joe. And you get a breadth breadth of knowledge that you otherwise may not have access to. There are funny, tell me some funny stories, or tell me some stories that I might not know about. You know, you, you, this is a huge investment. If you were buying a car, you would definitely want, what do they call it, fact-checked, or you can, Mm -hmm. uh, so you want a background check. I mean, people even go to lengths today, they have a criminal background check on on the people they're dating, if they think there's anything suspicious going on. I mean, I wouldn't just randomly go do that, but if you're very serious about someone and you just see something shady, hey, it doesn't cost you that much to do that, and I've heard, I know of cases where it's turned up things, but um, this guy may just be clueless. My husband, I I had to guide him as to what I liked and didn't like. Um, he saw me when we were first dating buy a gift from my parents like yourself. I was, I'm very generous. Mm-hmm. And I got my uh, father some cufflinks that were opal cufflinks. Mm. And I was, you know, I was just relatively young they were relative they were two hundred dollars at the time which was outrageous and my husband said what do you not like your father <laughs> really yeah because what is he thinking mm-hmm. i'm not sure that he that you don't give big gifts to someone like that you just give a small personal meaningful gift you don't have mm-hmm. to go over the top and if you do what is there something going on in your family that i need to know about <laughs> that, okay yeah yeah and and that's something i don't have a big clue about but i do see some kind of um um self-focused things going on that um that seem to go in line with it but i would say outside of that there's a lot of really good there Okay. Well, let me. I don't know how much I need. To, it's very hurtful when it happens. But right. I don't know how much to make a big deal out. Of. Right. So again, he might be the clueless. In which case, you can educate him. My f- husband sent me flowers. I'm not a flower person. You know, they die, and I, it doesn't thrill me. <laughs> it's like don't waste your money. So I had to gently educate him that that's not my love language. That I tend to like small, funny things. Mm-hmm. So for my fiftieth birthday, oh, I'm a real oddball. Um, he gave me a dirty rug, bathroom rug from a bathroom, and I absolutely loved it because it was an example that I used. My uh, co-author and I wrote a book, uh, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason, and that was one of the negative examples. So my husband, it was just such a fun fun uh, play on, uh, on something from our book. So listen, I want to, you could get our book, The Selfish Path to Romance. It really means self-valuing. It doesn't mean self-destructive. Um, and that you could get at drkenner.com or on Amazon. It's Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Ed Locke. And we have a whole section, I'm looking at it, page 110, Attitude Towards Money When You're Choosing the Right Partner. And that should help. Okay.
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome, Becky. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Do me a favor and stop saying that I'm pretty and that I'm not fat, okay? Because it makes me uncomfortable. I'm the girl who, you know, gets really good grades and is not afraid to be funny. And I'm the girl who has a lot of friends who are boys and no boyfriends. I'm not beautiful, okay? And I never will be. And I'm fine with that, you know? But when you go around saying that I'm something that I'm not, it's just, it's not nice. And so that's from Shallow Hal. And if you've ever had somebody give you praise and you just sense that they're not being genuine, that they're just trying to butter you up or or say something to deal with your insecurities, it's insulting. It's very painful. And most of us see right through it. On the other hand, sometimes, or not sometimes, many times, a lot of us have trouble accepting genuine praise. Maybe she is pretty in this person's eyes, and she's shooting him down because she just won't accept the fact that somebody finds her attractive. And you want to be sensitive to both. You want to be sensitive to not accepting uh, phony praise. You know, you want to call a person on that. And yet you also want to be aware that if you do have good character traits, that you can value them in yourself too. And you can earn a sense of confidence and pride and accept praise and say thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Or thank you. I know I I see myself that way too. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. Another way to nourish a relationship is by spending meaningful time together, giving full attention to one another. How you spend your time together is a volitional choice. Quality time says to your partner, you're important to me. Another way to nourish your relationship is giving gifts. We do not recommend buying expensive gifts, even if affordable, except for special occasions and especially not for the purpose of making up after an argument or for neglect or poor treatment. To fix that, you need to change your whole pattern of behavior. Small, thoughtful gifts as a symbol of your love are ideal. If you've discussed this, you'll know what type of gifts your partner values. On a special occasion, buy something that your loved one truly wants but would never buy. But usually just a card, flowers, candy, or a love note on the pillow is the perfect gift. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.